the first question is quite obvious. The, um, you're an internationally acclaimed artist who currently lives somewhere between UK and Los Angeles in the US as well. Mm -hmm. uh, what brings you here now to mm. Latvia? So I was originally born in Latvia and then I spent some of my time in London, but then recently more Los Angeles. But I haven't been back to Latvia for 10 years. And um, it was partly a way for me to come back and reconnect with the country and you know, visit some distant family. And I don't know, try and build a new relationship with this country. Build a new relationship, mm. can you explain mm. a bit more? Yeah. Um, I've thought it would, we'll just wait for the guy to go. Um, I think like Latvia has played a really big part in my life. You know, it was part of my origin story, but um, it was a lot of it was about the past, right? And the past was very mixed. It was pre-Soviet Latvia and then it was Latvia, Latvia. And I think that, you know, I have gone out in the world and found myself in a different way. And I'm very interested to see how I can be involved in the country in some kind of a positive way. So I have recently been making new connections in Latvia and uh, you know, I hope to come back and do some interesting things here that are more cultural, so. Yeah, for, for past more than a decade, you've been, you've reinvented yourself quite mm. a bit. Mm. Uh, you call yourself now Diana Popstar and You've said that pop artist. Pop artist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, and you've turned your life into sort of an art concept. Can mm. you explain a little bit mm. more about that? I guess you could say that I've my life and identity has had like a fairy tale transformation. You know, I turned a very bad story into a very positive and futuristic. Um, so my work as a bionic pop artist has allowed me to push so many new boundaries, specifically when it comes to working with body and technology and how we imagine ourselves and our identity. So, um, you know, I've been very lucky to just work on the most unusual projects that show that your biology, where you come from and what is given to you is not your destiny you know, you can really choose who you become. And I think that was never part of, that was never part of what I remember growing up. And I just, you know, I turned it into a mission, so. <laughs> <laughs> and a very good mission, because I was looking for your Instagram. It's just amazing, just uh, you're involving yourself into different art projects, even something with NASA. It's space. Yeah, so um, if I had to like summarize my career, you know, um, I've worked in pop entertainment for quite a long time, but I also have been a fellow MIT Media Lab, so I started bridging science and technology with pop culture, which was so cool. Uh, yeah, more recently I've been working with uh, a new initiative to for space exploration, and um, so I've done two zero-gravity flights, and 
you know, you used to remember that you cannot be an astronaut, right? And I think times are changing and maybe people like myself and a lot of other people will have access to space, so. Can you tell a little bit more about that? You're planning to go to space, that's why you're doing these trainings and zero gravity flights. Yes. I'll just wait for them yeah, to. Okay. <coughs> Mm. Yeah. Um, let me just make sure I phrase this correctly. Mm. You know, when I when I was a little girl, there were so many limitations on the type of things that I should or shouldn't be able to do, and as I moved my way through the cultural sector of working on different types of things, I never imagined that I could work on things that were to do with space. But now, I can honestly say that my work in exploration of the future of human identity, space is the next thing. And I truly believe that I have the chance of going to space and doing an art project, right? Because all the limitations that I faced in zero gravity, they don't matter. And it's kind of like the final fantasy frontier, right, where everything is just do different, so. Okay. Um, silly question, and I think a lot of people have asked you that before, but still I have mm -hmm. to ask. What does it take to become you now mm. from that girl, small girl, from mm. the Calvo? Mm. What does it take? Well, well, what is this path? What can you suggest to mm. thriving artists? You know, I think that um, I think that fundamentally, my journey has been more about my identity, and like art is just a tool, right? Is what I've been using, but I think for me, you know, I felt that I deserved more, right? I felt that I deserved more opportunities. I felt that I deserved higher expectations, right? Because when I was growing up, people looked at me and they felt sorry for me. I didn't feel sorry for me, right? And I think that, you know, we have the power to, you know, change the world so that when people don't see us in the way that we that we feel, you know, we have the power to change that and we have the power to change the world around us. And I think I felt that power at one point and it's very kind of magical for me, right? I just like to reimagine the world and that's what I've been doing. And I think that's why I'm very interested more recently, you know, to come back here and look at the same places and feel more futuristic energy and like what can be transformed, what could be better and how could things be better and how can my story impact someone that still lives here and maybe is struggling to feel better, you know? I think there wasn't anything like that when I was younger and you know we have the power of the internet and the media now to make it better. Yeah, true. true. So, um, but um, I think that, you know, I've developed a really strong character 
by growing up here and by just having a lot of doors closed to me. You know, I, I just made a decision that I will open all of those doors. So, um, you know, I feel kind of pretty happy with, with where I've managed mm -hmm. to get to things. But I have some really big plans for the future. So, um, yeah, now I'm, now I'm looking at how to transform things around me more than just my own creative practice. Um, talking about transforming things, the mm -hmm. uh, last three years, I think, transformed every single one of us a lot, especially the entertainment industry mm -hmm. suffered quite a bit due to COVID and now due to the war in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Basically, it, it shifts how we perceive mm -hmm. the artists and all that. How, uh, how has that affected you? How do you feel about mm. it if you have felt these yeah, the pandemic was very eye-opening for me, you know. I stopped all my travels, I stopped all my work, and um, I spent a lot of time paying attention to where am I at and how do I, like, you know, you reevaluate things, right? So I think a lot of us reevaluated things, and I, I did the same, and, and I think that um, after the pandemic, my energy is that you know, if tomorrow is the last day, then today should be like full power. You know, it should be like, you should do everything that you want and you shouldn't wait. <laughs> That's kind of the message that I felt because uh, I got COVID and I was very sick. And, um, you know, and I think also when difficult things happen, it's really important that culture rises and keeps inspiring people, right? This imaginary, magical world right it has a lot of power and i think um i think the the author from alice in wonderland said that uh, uh imagination is our only weapon against reality and that's you know i live by that like i think that that is very true so in los angeles you know i have seen so many of my fellow artists uh, especially in the web 3 space you know doing so much work to raise money for Ukraine and to kind of keep the internet art spirit high. So um, I think every time there's a big wave in the world of negativity, we need to like rise with positivity and creativity to like, you know. <laughs> That's right, to clash, yeah. Okay. Um, so um, at the end, uh, what are you currently working on then and what are your plans for the future? Mm. You started talking a little bit about reconnecting with Latvia, mm -hmm. going to space, if anything mm -hmm. else. Yeah, so for future projects, you know, I'm going to continue my practice as an artist, but I want to take all the lessons that I've learned and bring them into a much more widespread, impactful situation. So I'm working with a lot of more global organizations and brands to show how bringing creativity into the space of disability is going to transform how we see the world. So that is like a very big focus of mine. And I can't really say any more, but this is why, you know, I'm very interested in engaging with Latvia on a more deeper level and finding you know, what is Latvia doing about changing the way things are here 
so no little girl grows up the way that I did, right? It's a cultural shift that needs to happen. Um, and, you know, it's a big plan. But people are very ready to do this right now. So, um, you know, I have, I'm working with different organizations and the Paralympics, and I think that, you know, we, we have the power of the media to change what we think. And uh, that's why I'm here, you know?